You're listening to 1611 AM The Network, home of the Russell Wayne Show. The number one talk show on SoundCloud. Um, hey guys, um, this is Russell Wayne. Um, this is, um, me, it's my eighth show. Um, and today we're going to be talking about two new things that are coming out that uh, um rumors about when windows 8 will be out and hands on uh, about the new new nook is it better than the kindle it's a good question um well today is today is a really good day today um it is 5:07 on Wednesday Wednesday the 25th um, I recently went down to, never mind, um, okay, hands on with the new Nook, and this is, my source for this is news.cnet.com, um, I haven't really found any other good sources, so if you know of any, if you could please leave a message, leave a comment telling me about it, um, that'd be That'd be great. It'd be really helpful for me to help improve my show. Um, so I'll see you later this week about that. Um, and I'll have some new subjects and topics like that later this week. Um, Windows 8 could poss- will, debut- will debut in 2012. Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer said yesterday that Windows 8 will debut in 2012, although the company later calls his comments a misstatement. Obviously, that shows that. Obviously, that shows that the um. That Microsoft did not want them, did not want Ballmer to release that yet. Um. Okay, and then. Microsoft C, um, speaking at developers conference in Japan yesterday, Ballmer touched upon a variety of topics from Windows Phone to search engines, in, from Windows Phone to search engines to cloud computing. But the CEO emphasized that Microsoft is working on the next version of Windows and spilled a few details about Windows 8 as the company prepares to make a transition from Windows 7. We're obviously hard at work. Obviously hard at work. On the next version of Windows, Ballmer said, Windows 7 PCs will sell over 350 million units this year. We've done a lot in Windows 7 to improve customer satisfaction. We have a brand new user interface. We've added touch and ink and speech. And yet, as we look forward to the next generation of Windows systems, which will come out next year, there's a lot, whole lot more coming. As we progress through the year, you ought to expect to hear a lot about Windows 8. Windows 8 slates, tablets, PC, a variety of different form factors. So, obviously, he was not supposed to tell anyone about that yet, because you can see they, they called it a misstatement. Um, also, we're also an, um, a misstatement, which means, obviously, he wasn't supposed to tell about that, and... He also gave away a few key details, like it's going to be called Windows 8. Um, it's going to come out next year, which is going to be amazing because um, 
And when we get a new laptop at my house, we're going to get it in Windows 8, I think, which would be awesome. Um, and then it's also going to have some tablets, slates, PCs, and possibly phones. Though Microsoft hasn't quite kept it a, kept it a secret that, that it's working on the next version of Windows. The company has yet to officially spill the beans on the exact name and launch date. So this marked the first confirmation at the highest ranks. Ballmer also noted Microsoft's efforts to launch, to launch Windows 8 across a variety of platforms from PC to mobile devices. However, it seems Ballmer may have jumped the gun by publicly uttering the name and ship year for Windows 8. Following his comments, Microsoft released the official statement saying that its CEO apparently misspoke. It appears there was a misstatement, Microsoft said in a statement released to CNET. We are eagerly awaiting the next generation of Windows hardware that will be coming in the in the coming physical year. To date, we have yet to formally announce any timing or naming for the next version of Windows. This isn't the first time Microsoft Feathers has been ruffled over the over comments specific to the next version of Windows. Intel VP Rini James managed to upset the company last week when she said Microsoft would release multiple versions of Windows 8 designed for Intel-based PCs as well as ARM-based mobile devices. Though it may not debut until next year, Windows 8 could actually make its first stage appearance at next week's All Things Digital D9 conference in California. All Thing D's Kara Swisher has confirmed that the president of Windows Microsoft Windows Division, Steve Sanofsky, will be one of the speakers. So, in next week, the Digital D9 conference, they're going to be having the guy in charge of Microsoft Windows there. So he could possibly release that. Um, we're going to be moving on to the hands-on with the new Nook. Is it better than the Kindle? Is it better than the Kindle? Okay, hands-on with the Nook color. The day after Kobo served up a new $129.99 touchscreen e-reader, Barnes & Noble, as expected, unveiled its own touchscreen e-ink Nook which it's branding as the simple e-reader, quotation marks. Okay, so they're coming out, so here's basically the gist of it. Um, Barnes & Noble came out with a new e-reader, calling it the simple e-reader. It's e-ink screen, like Kindle. Um, it, it only comes in black. It runs on a modified ver version of Android, but it doesn't have any apps. Battery charge lasts up to two months. Um, it's got a touch. It's touch screen. Touch screen e-ink. Um, it has Wi-Fi and a Texas Instrument OMAP three processor. Um, and it's one hundred and thirty-nine dollars. Okay, that's basically it. Um, the first thing you notice about the Nook is that it's nice and compact. It looks shorter and squatter than the Kindle. The designers also costed, coated the device with something called soft touch paint, which gives it a nice, smooth, rubberized feel, but it's not, which actually is, that's actually cool. It comes with a, um, rubberized feeling, um, paint, but it does show finger smudges, which stinks. If it didn't, then it would be cool. Um, the device isn't as zippy as the iPad 2, but it was notably more responsive 
than the new Kobo Wi-Fi Touch Edition. To be fair, Kobo reps did say that they were continuing to tweak the device as the company gears up to ship their product in June, so we'll wait and see before passing final judgment, but for now, the new Nuke has... New Nook, sorry. Nook has the speed advantage. Um, let's see. It versus the iPad. That... Not the iPad. Um, the big question, of course, is whether this e-reader is better than the Kindle. Good question. Generally, me and 16, 10 a.m. talk radio, the Spence show, um, have both considered the Kindle the better e-reader of above all of these. Let's see what CNET has to say. Better is a relative term, since both e-readers have the same pearl, e-ink screen, and display text in a similar fashion. Um, the actual reading experience isn't all that different. However, the Nook has a clearly smaller design, and touchscreen navigation just feels more natural and smooth after you deal with a touchscreen smartphone all day, so... Um... That's... that is a... that is a... one-up, because... The kin Kindle is not... Okay, um... Yes, and as an act so yes, as an actual piece of hardware, the new Nook appears to be superior the superior device. And if given the choice between the Nook at one hundred and thirty nine and the Kindle Wi Fi at one hundred and thirty nine, the Nook looks to be the better buy. Hmm. However, things get a little trickier when you think about the Kindle with special offers at one hundred and forty four. And the new Nook at 139. It's only 25 dollars, but 25 dollars make a difference to some folks, like people who are who were laid off for a while. Um, I mean, they're getting a Kindle for their family to share or something, or Nook, but 25 dollars could make a big difference because it can buy food and stuff instead of things that you don't really need. Um, but 25 makes a difference for some folks, and the Kindle is still an excellent e-reader, and easy to use, no touchscreen, and all, and all, despite having larger dimensions, the Kindle at 8.5 ounces only weighs an ounce more than the new Nook. It's not much of a difference. Um, Kindle comparisons aside, the new Nook is a major advancement over the original Nook, which the Barnes & Noble is closing out at only $119 and 169 for the 3G Plus Wi-Fi. In many ways, it's exactly the e-reader we've been waiting for and was hinted at when Sony licensed Neonode's infrared touch technology to finally solve the problem of trying to craft a touchscreen layer on top of an e-ink screen. The extra ink, la ink layer... The extra layer reduced contrast, and the touch screen on early Sony readers wasn't as responsive as it should have been. So, so after reviewing the latest Sony readers, we muse about how great it would be if the same reader had a Barnes and Noble or Amazon interface and shopping experience, and cost about fifty dollars less. Well, the new Nook appears to be that device. We're just waiting for Amazon to do its touchscreen e-Kindle, which we suspect will arrive early this fall. Um, well guys, wow, I'm...
I'm way over. I'm two to three minutes over my over the ten minute um over my ten minute time limit. So um I will see you guys later on this week and we will um we'll be broadcasting using your ideas of what you want me to talk about. I just need you to post these, please. Please post these. Um please in the comments because I really need this to um to tell me what you want to listen what you want to hear about. I can do movies, I can do cars. Well, I can do cars, probably won't. Um movies, cars, video games, computers, TVs, stuff like that. All all sorts of electronic stuff like that. Um but um also um Oh wow. Also, please listen to 28.40 FM because um it's at TMA Atlanta because it's a really good it's a really good show. Um he knows what he's talking about. He is a little bit leaning towards the Mac point of view on things. But um Mac is a good company. It's just that I don't like it. I don't like the way it software works. Um well, we'll see you guys later this week. Um, you have been listening to The Russell Wayne Show on 1611 AM, The Network. Thank you, and have a good rest of the week.